Hi everyone, it's Father Eric Ma. On this occasion of Ash Wednesday, which of course marks the beginning of the 40 days of Lent, I wanted to give you some advice as to how to approach the three penitential practices typically associated with the season of Lent, namely prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And while I realize that some of you have probably heard some advice in this regard in the past, hopefully the things I'm about to say to you now gives you some insight as to how to approach these things from a more practical perspective. Now, obviously, with regards to prayer, the whole idea is to incorporate some form of prayer over the course of the 40 days of Lent that you wouldn't ordinarily do, right? And perhaps I might suggest something kind of in addition to that. To incorporate some form of prayer, again, over the 40 days of Lent that you intend to continue beyond the course of the 40 days. And so just to think it through, right, the 40 days of Lent, more or less, is the amount of time which is required to instill a habit which you would continue, ideally, over the course of your life. And so given all that, with regards to the subject of prayer, maybe a really important preliminary question you should ask yourself right off the hop is what form of prayer should I be doing, again, beyond the 40 days of Lent? And so just to kind of pick a really easy example, I mean, let's say you're not used to going to Mass on Sundays on a regular basis. Well, obviously, that's something you might want to incorporate over the course of the 40 days of Lent, again, with the intention of continuing this practice beyond the 40 days of Lent. Or to use another example, think about the rosary, right? So maybe what you want to do over the 40 days of Lent is, first of all, buy a rosary and then carry a rosary with you with the intention of saying a rosary every single day, again, with the intention of carrying on this practice beyond the 40 days of Lent. Or to use a third example, let's say you want to incorporate in your life some habit of spiritual reading, reading some book by a saint or a Catholic author that you want to kind of maintain for five or 10 minutes a day. Now's a really good time, right? Over the course of the four years of Lent to read some spiritual book for five or 10 minutes a day, again, with the intention of continuing that habit beyond the course of the 40 days. Okay, so that's prayer, but let's talk about fasting. So fasting is basically denying yourself some legitimate good to facilitate your spiritual good, if you will. And so a couple of bits of advice in this regard. First of all, to choose something to fast from that you would ordinarily partake in, right? So not something that you partake in occasionally, but something you would partake in otherwise on a more regular basis, if that makes any sense. So something like coffee, if you're a regular coffee drinker, as opposed to something like uh, chocolate covered pancakes, because I'm pretty sure you don't have that on a regular basis. But I suppose the second bit of advice I want to give you with regards to fasting is to not fast from something which is overly oppressive, something which would bring you to your hands and knees, but something which gives just a little bit of a bite. Now, certainly I don't want to discount the possibility that God might be inviting you to fast from something uh, really substantive, but perhaps I would suggest at the same time that generally speaking, he's not actually calling you to do so. Because even right now, when you take a moment to reflect on your own experience, perhaps you might realize that when you fast from something which is, again, kind of oppressive, something which brings you to your hands and knees, it has a tendency to make you focused on yourself as opposed to having the positive effect of making you focused outwards. And so just to pick a really easy example, let's say you're an adult and you're a regular coffee drinker and denying yourself coffee over the 40 days of Lent would leave you uh, being really difficult to be around, kind of mean and, and, and curmudgeonly and all those different things. Well, maybe you want to pick something else to deny yourself of over the course of these 40 days. Because, of course, the end goal with regards to all these different penitential practices is not so much that you maintain the practice over the course of the 40 days. The end goal is that you become more like the person of Christ, that you become a person of love. Okay, but that brings us, of course, to the final penitential practice, the practice of almsgiving. 
so the funny thing about almsgiving is that it's traditionally associated with money, right? So people think about giving money to the poor or some charitable cause. And certainly that particular practice is associated with the idea of almsgiving. But it goes a little deeper than that. And so, for example, let's say you're a kid living at home. You're living with your parents. You don't have a job. You don't have a steady source of income. You know, what can you do to kind of capture the spirit of almsgiving during the 40 days of Lent? Well, I think in this regard, it's really important to remember that love equals time plus attention. It's a really famous expression by Adrian von Speyer. Love equals time plus attention. So what is the thing to which I give my time? What is the thing to which I give my attention? How I answer those questions reveals the thing or the person that I love. You know, Archbishop Thomas Cardinal Collins, who of course is the Archbishop of Toronto, he once spoke about the same point in a slightly different sort of way. And so basically what he said in a really provocative sort of way is that if you give to someone a hundred minutes of your time, as opposed to a hundred dollars, in a certain sense, you're giving more because when you give of your time, you give actually of yourself. Again, love equals time plus attention. And so given all that, again, let's say you're a kid, you're living at home with your parents, you have no job, you have no source of income. What do you do again to capture the spirit of almsgiving during the 40 days of Lent? Well, perhaps I must suggest this. Encourage your parents to stay home with the family on a more regular basis, right? And so instead of going out to stay home and kind of play board games, to make home-cooked meals, whatever the case may be. And the idea is that the money that you save can be contributed to charitable causes. And this is an idea that I once heard over the course of a priest seminar hosted by the Archdiocese of Toronto, but hopefully you see the, the brilliance of this point. And so the whole idea, just to make it clear, is that if we as a family collectively make the decision again to stay home to save money and then put the money to charitable causes, well, then that's something that we all share in, right? That's a shared act of sacrifice and generosity on the part of every individual member of that family, even though some of them might not have jobs in the classical sense. Okay, now hopefully you find at least some of those different suggestions helpful for you from a practical perspective. But perhaps I would also encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to Catholic Latte on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Instagram, especially because over the course of the next 40 days, I'll be posting different reflections. So one reflection corresponding with each of the 40 days of Lent. So I definitely encourage you to, again, subscribe and to share this with your family and friends. All right, God bless.